Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformation's podcast. And I have a new episode for you guys. So here it goes. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. This episode may be a little bit longer than usual. So here it goes. As I promised, once I finish reading the books in the Bible, I will create content describing the amazing gems I got from each book. I finished the book of Genesis on July 22nd, which is today. Also, I described previously that I would not be summarizing the books in the Bible. Because you can easily Google that and find out the summary yourselves. Or you can read it and summarize it yourself. I'm going to just identify some of the great lessons I have learned from each book. Rereading the book of Genesis over again was a fun process for me. I love reading about the creation. I also love reading the significant roles of men and women. I also love reading that females were, were made to were made from Adam's side, not his foot. Men and women are extremely valuable and both have significant roles that matter. I love how females were made to be the male's helper before the fall. I love how Adam was in charge of naming the animals. It is so amazing and significant for me. I love how they felt no shame. Adam and Eve. I love how God decided it was not good for Adam to be alone. Adam was so content with God that he didn't need a significant other and to God brought it up. And that was basically described in Genesis 1 and 2. It was said about the fall in Genesis 3, but I love how God mentioned Jesus when he was describing the serpent's punishment. I love that even when we mess up, God has a plan for us. God wants us to have a close relationship with him and loves us beyond comprehension. It was also significant that humans were banished from the Garden of Eden and the Tree of Life. God did not want us to live forever in this broken world. I'm assuming. Also, God did not... And also, God cannot be around sin, basically. <laughs> I love how in Genesis 4-7, God tells Cain that if he does what is right, he will be accepted and how he must rule over sin. It is such a powerful and convicting verse indeed. And even with Cain's punishment, God was faithful to Cain, but there were consequences to his sin. I love how God shows his feelings about sin in the book of Noah. I love how it shows that people can live their lives, but God is always planning something. Any day and any time, God can wipe out your life or change your circumstance. We are never in control of our lives, but God is. It is better to willingly surrender our lives to God every day. I love that partial obedience is not obedience. Everything worked out with the flood because Noah listened to everything God commanded. It mentioned that more than once during Noah's story. Genesis 6-9 basically described Noah's story. I love the significance of the rainbow that God would never flood the world again. The Tower of Babel story in Genesis 11 showed the different languages um, and basically like how the different languages um, came up. So that's awesome. It also showed me that doing things my way will lead to nowhere and trying to be Lord over my life will never work out. God is not pleased with us trying to lead ourselves and others away from God. Having dependence on God is everything. Genesis 12-24 shows the story of Abraham. I love how God changed his name from Abram to Abraham. Um, and I love that how he identified Abraham's shortcomings. 
him telling his wife that she is her sister and trying to have a child his own way instead of God's way. Abraham's faith, going to offer his son as a sacrifice, and so much more amazing facts. It taught me to wait on God's timing and to trust what God says, and to do it scared and to move in fear. To not do things my own way, but to trust God in everything and do everything in God's way. I also love the story about Abraham and Lot. That Lot was actually taking the land that he thought was better, but actually led to his down to to downfall. Lot's what on Lot's wife, sorry, Lot's wife was looking back at her old life and turned to a pillar of salt. I need to forsake my old life and adopt to what God wants for me now. I love the story of Isaac and how Isaac was married at the age, I think about 40 years old. So he spent those years being unmarried and faithful to God, which means singleness rocks. And that is awesome. And I love that how Rebecca fit the perfect description of who Isaiah needed to marry. Therefore, I want to embrace my singleness and wait for the one that God has designed for me to be his helper. Rebecca gave birth to Esau and Jacob. And it showed that Esau gave up his birthright for food. Which means I cannot give up my life with God for the emptiness of this world. Then Jacob took Esau's blessing. And because of Jacob and Rebekah's deceitfulness, Jacob pretending to be Esau to get the blessing from Isaac, him and his mom were separated from a long time and Jacob went on hiding. I love how Jacob raced with God until he got his blessing and that Jacob repented. I love that how Esau and Jacob later reconciled with each other. It also shows to me that God can change anyone and that we're never too late to repent and to live for God. The story of Laban is just sad. He has been deceitful to Jacob. He told Jacob that if he worked seven years, he could marry Rachel. But then he gave him Leah instead. Jacob had to work seven more years to get Rachel. Sometimes we do not date right away. And we'll have to be content in our singleness until God changes things. Leah um, um, idolized trying to get her husband's love. And Rachel idolized having children. It led to both of their downfall. Idolatry is dangerous and always leads to ruin. Rachel died while giving birth. And Rachel gave birth to Joseph. Now, the book of Joseph, uh, no, the story of Joseph is one of my favorite stories in the entire Bible. Joseph, time after time after time, suffered for God. But the Bible clearly outlined that the Lord was with Joseph. I love when it said that. I would say, oh, the God, you know, God is with Joseph. And I'm like, wow. You know, and I love that Joseph wept and felt pain with what he went through. Joseph gave glory to God when he was interpreting the dreams and fled from sin from Paul's wife. And because of Joseph's stance for not sinning, he was thrown in prison for a crime he did not commit. His brothers sold him to slavery, but then he sold at Paul's house. He did not sleep with Paul's wife, but she lied and got him in prison. Joseph served in prison. He interpreted dreams, but the cupbearer did not remember him. Two years later, he was actually serving Pharaoh and led Egypt. And then Joseph reconciled with his brothers and his father. Joseph was faithful to the end. 
he forgave them and knew that God allowed this to happen for him to save many lives. Joseph provided for them and loved them. His brothers, his brothers. I wish I could have Joseph's heart during confusing and hard times. Saying no to sin and giving God the glory. Forgiving and loving others freely. Well, you guys, that is basically all the nuggets I want to share about the book of Genesis. And I just want to say that I really, really love reading it. I love the stories and experiences in the Bible. I learned so much from God and how to have a true relationship with him in the book of Genesis. I learned lessons from people on what to avoid and what things to do. It is such an incredible book indeed. Thank you so much for listening to Transformation's podcast. And I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.